0: I'm Bates. Joining me by phone this morning, Phil Klopke is a college minister at Thrive Church in Estero, Florida. Phil, welcome to Faith and Family. Hey, good to have you here. Phil, tell me a little bit about your work with Thrive Church in Estero, Florida.
1: Yes, uh, we, um, partnering with a pastor named John Roth, uh, planted a church about four years ago in Estero, Florida. Um, We are right next to Florida Gulf Coast University, so we have a large campus ministry, a part of our church and our church plant that has uh, been happening.
0: How has Hurricane Irma impacted your community in Estero, which, uh, as I understand, is in southwest Florida, not too far from Fort Myers, is that right?
1: Yes, yeah. Southwest Florida is actually pretty affluent. So um, in terms of, you know, there there are people here with money and um, that are in a pretty good situation. Um, so with Naples and Fort Myers, uh, um, a lot of people have been affected, but there's still a lot of people... Um, um west, I mean, sorry, east of us, um, that had a lot of flooding um, issues going on, places like Lehigh Acres and Immokalee, which um, there's a large migrant population, and um, already we have seen FEMA come in here and help out a lot of the areas in Fort Myers and Naples and Bonita Springs where the flooding has directly hit and the hurricane effects have hit, but there's also some areas that are probably not going to be touched for the many years to come. So... We're seeing a lot of damage out there and a lot of people like FEMA that are not able to get out there. So it's kind of sad and unfortunate.
0: At the time that uh, the the hurricane was headed toward Florida, coming through the the Caribbean, uh, what was it like trying to make that decision whether or not to stay or uh, to evacuate? How how did you go about making that decision?
1: Sure. Initially, we were actually going to stay. And uh, um, we are actually... We've only been in Florida for four years now, so we were asking, you know, friends and neighbors, you know, what should we do? And they typically said, you know, if it's category one or two, you could rough it out, but anything above a three, you should get out. And as the hurricane started going more west and heading our direction, and at one point, it said it was going to possibly be a category four or five. um, We just made the decision to leave. Um, We also took I'm a young mother and a baby and another college student of ours um, up to South Carolina to evacuate, just knowing that um, there was going to be a high risk of uh,
0: um, just something bad happening.
1: So we left probably two days before the hurricane hit, and we uh, drove overnight, actually.
0: Tell me about that drive. What were the roads like? Uh, I, I'm sure there were others evacuating at that time as well. What was it like making that drive to South Carolina?
1: um it it was uh it was pretty intense it was almost as if we were trying to beat a storm and get north as fast as we could um a lot of people were praying for us we were we were posting stuff so i think just the support from loved ones friends family member you know um i think there was a lot of adrenaline just to get up there so we were tired um even though the roads were pretty jam packed uh, uh i think we were pretty determined to get up there and uh, just reach safety as
0: fast as possible. It's my understanding at that time of evacuation for many people, it was also hard to find gas, you know, to, to fill up the tank in order to make the trip. Did you did you face that uh, that challenge?
1: Absolutely. So we also had a uh, three month year old with us in the car, and you know, that means plenty of stops. So anytime we stopped, we were um, searching around for gas and seeing what was there. And if we found a gas station, um, the lines lines were pretty crazy and People would be waiting, knowing that there is going to be a gas truck coming in the next 30 minutes, and they would wait there and just um, basically squat out a spot until uh, gas would come and and they would start filling up. So I was actually updating on Facebook, uh, like Facebook Live with people, and uh, I was able to capture a video of people just waiting, and even the the gas truck was just um, putting gas in the local station, and um, some people were getting pretty uh, irritated. Um, I think through what I learned through this is you saw the best and worst of people during the storm.
0: How, uh, what, what a good example. You know, you see the best, you see the worst. How did you cope with that? Uh, you, you, w- w- or give some examples of, of that.
1: Well, I mean, uh, um, it also is probably a true reflection of yourself too. And uh, even though I saw that of other people, um i hate to say that was probably creeping in for me as well um and so i even caught myself in moments that when we were actually getting ready to leave um you know there was uh, a shortage of water down here and uh one of the one of our students was like hey can i take a case of water up north because my mom's having a hard time it's like well we kind of need some water here for everyone else in southwest florida this is before we decided to evacuate and uh Um, and right there at that moment, I realized like, Oh my gosh, I was thinking of myself and and my current situation rather than what other people are experiencing. So, you know, once you see that within yourself and you're just like, man, I'm I'm no good, just like anyone else. And, um, it definitely led me to some repentance. And, uh, but then I was also to see the struggle that other people had and, uh, it, it it gave you good perspective. It's, It's still loving your neighbors and, and, uh, helping people and, uh, so that was probably a good learning moment for me um, that I got to experience that and then just uh, love on people um, even throughout the whole process.
0: You made, it to, uh, you made it to safety, able to evacuate during the time of the storm. Tell me about uh, making the decision when to come back and what you found when you returned.
1: Well, um, it, it was definitely hard to come back because still there are a lot of people without uh, power, and order and that's including myself right now at this moment um, and so you know the decision is like hey should I come back when my situation is best and then we realized both my wife and I have been paid hey, there's plenty of people that are gonna need help and uh, are, are less fortunate so we decided to come back as soon as we could we left Tuesday night you know um, late at night again we drove through the night just so that we can get here Wednesday morning um so it was really about, hey, we saw the damage and uh the flooding that was going on and um the homes that and the people's lives that were affected and we just said, let's do it and let's get back. And uh so we did that even without having power and water at our own home right now.
0: Tell me about uh the ways that you see your congregation serving in the community, the meeting the needs uh of your neighbors post uh, hurricane.
1: Yeah, so already um, it's just it's amazing to be able to see our people and our congregation just step up and uh, whatever is whatever people are hearing, they've been relaying that information to us and teams have been assembled um, from cutting down trees and doing yard work to uh, yesterday um, one of the football coaches that uh, I actually coach at the local high school. Um, uh, one of our football coaches was affected by the flooding. And so our whole congregation, right off the bat, just said, "Hey, let's let's help him gut his house and get things going, and, and to ease the process." So it's been little things like that. How our our church, the local church, even the local churches down here, have just been partnering together. And actually, there has um, LCMS World Relief um, came to Zion Lutheran to drop off uh, a semi truck, and I believe that there's more trucks coming soon. Of supplies and um, it's been amazing to see that the local churches of uh, different LCMS congregations down here partnering together uh, figure out where the supplies the needs and the demands are and uh, just moving forward as best as we can.
0: Phil Klopke, College Minister Thrive Church, Estero Florida. Thanks so much for sharing the this update and, uh, and the disaster response following Hurricane Irma. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. You've been listening to Faith and Family, produced by Worldwide KFUO,
1: the official broadcast ministry of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Your support is vital for this program to continue. To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518, or you can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening
0: and supporting Faith and Family on Worldwide KFUO.